right, so um, guess what? We got another episode here, True Suspect. I think it's the second episode since the name changed. Um, yeah, so let me kind of look at it here. Um, we got some some little bit of details here, um, some different things going on here. So this week we're gonna be covering a case. It used to be like a uh, what what do you call it? Like a cold case, basically. Um, and it's it's a uh, let me find the right. It's based on someone called uh, Crystal. Best Lanowich. Now, this was a 1995 um, homicide, and it was in Utah. Uh, 18 years ago, as of uh, 2013. Now, the original detective, he actually helped to solve the case. I'm not exactly sure how. Um, but he was the one in 1995 originally on the case. And the only info I really have is that he helped to solve the case. Now, um, Sheriff Todd Banner, he was unable to let the case go. Um, you know, the 17-year-old case... Um, or, sorry. It, so, let... <laughs> I'm just getting the number of years the case was confused with the age of the victim. So, basically, the victim was 17 years old. Um, now, what we know about her um, is that she was a prostitute. And this article was on, like, a cold case forum or something where I got this info. Um, but it was like a cold case that was solved type forum or a website or something like that. And, um, so I got this info from there. I wrote it down kind of in my own writing, so I'm not really like just saying everything like they had it. Um, okay. So Sheriff Todd, um, Bonner, I guess it was Bonner. It's either Bonner or Boner. <laughs> Those are the only two ways you can pronounce it. Uh, Sheriff Todd Bonner was unable to let the case of 17-year-old um, Crystal Beslandowicz go. Now, she had a blow to the skull, which crushed it. And like I said, she was a prostitute, which, you know, people make, you know, like every life matters so prostitutes everybody needs you know needs help you know and a lot of these people like in prostitution or whatever they could be wonderful people but they just you know they've had maybe a hard life or just made some wrong choices and need some help or whatever you, you know you know what I mean and, and me being a Christian you know I come from things a little bit differently than some people you know because there are a lot of cops i've heard you know of cops that you know maybe departments i guess really is what it comes down to of you know oh there's a prostitute you know and just they kind of lump them into oh this isn't a high priority you know and but it should be 
I mean, it really should be high priority because every life matters. Everyone matters. You know, people make mistakes. People do things that are wrong. But it doesn't mean that Jesus can't forgive or use them or help them make something of their life. You know, there's uh, Mary Magdalene, I believe, is, is the one that, uh, you know, in the Bible, like, she was a prostitute. Like, straight up, she was. And God was able to use her, you know what I mean? So... It's it's one of those things where um, you'll see a lot of, um, with law enforcement, you'll see a lot of people really look down on, you know, prostitutes. But they're people too, and they should have rights and all that as well, right? So, um, yeah, so she was found near the, uh, what's it called? Pro Prov River? I think it's called Prov or Pro, Prole River, something like that, in Utah. Um, and so they basically looked into leads, um, you know, for probably about a few years, maybe longer. And uh, they all led to, you know, dead ends. So fast forward up to 2013, 18 years later, um, and new forensic technology, uh, they, they decided um, they were going to use it. Um, I'm not sure exactly when this technology was, you know, came into existence or anything like that. I imagine it was probably around this point. Um, so this technology, they, so I think there's a couple different steps. I believe um, I, I could be wrong about that but I my impression is this first part is the first part and then they probably have to once they extract it uh, then test it you know what I mean I would think right like that that's the only thing that makes sense unless the machine when you extract it gives results maybe that's maybe that's possible um, just kind of thinking outside the box here uh, okay, so it took a full day, um, and what it does is it extracts DNA, uh, and so they they extracted the DNA from granite rock that crushed uh, the skull. So the granite rock that crushed her skull, um, and so um, forensic vacuum, you know, is basically you know it's. It's something that helped them do this. Um, and so the DM, the DNA, once they, you know, came up with results from the DNA, it matched Joseph Michael Simpson, uh, not on the Simpsons TV show, I believe, um, obviously. And uh, he was, at the time of this murder, he was a uh, driver at... For a resort so I looked at they said he was 46 when he got busted in I believe it was in Florida and uh, so he was 46 so that would put him I believe at 28 uh, you know 18 years earlier uh, at the time of the murder so he like I said he was arrested in Florida and that was September 2013 so this was a cold case like I said 
for about 18 years, but they did catch the guy. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy when you look at, you know, different murders and different things. Like, they take a long time, right? They, they can take a long time depending on, you know, the circumstances, like, you know, if, if he left, like, a fingerprint and they'd had it in the database, um, or if they'd had DNA, but it takes a lot of years sometimes for these cases to get solved because of new technology, so I'm not really sure what all the circumstances were, but it really appears that, you know, they were only able to really solve this thing, like, years later, um, once they had the right technology, but, you know, it's, it's really unfortunate, you know, that, you know, in a lot of these cases, um, there's just not enough, like, witnesses or evidence or, yeah, I mean, a lot of times you'll see cases, too, where, the police force just really didn't treat it like seriously um and that's really sad too because you know put yourself in the shoes of the victim right if you're murdered you want that guy to go to jail for his you know his whole life right and and that's why families are upset when they cut deals this and that and you know, I know that there's reasons that they cut deals, you know, try to find a body or so they can bring closure to the victim or whatever, you know, like there's different reasons, but it is sad, you know, that people don't, you know, A, they don't get punished for their whole life sometimes. Um, and I didn't really see, I didn't, I didn't look up how much, how many years this guy got. Or, any, or anything like that. I think they probably were able to throw the book at him. Um, you know, in this situation. But, uh, yeah, because, I mean, her body was already found. You know, clearly her family had already been able to, like, bury her. And it was one of those things where they really just needed the suspect. Like, you know, who did it, basically. And so, I think in this type of situation, um, once you have the person that did it, you know, I think you throw the book at them. Like, we're sure it's you, you're the one that murdered her, and you're going to jail for either for the rest of your life, or you might even get the death penalty, you know, it just depends probably on the state or whatever, you know, different, different factors, maybe the prosecutor you know, DA or what, whatever, however that works, I'm not gonna say I'm, like, super knowledgeable in that, but, you know, I know a little bit, um, but, you know, it, it's one of those things where, um, you know, and none of this am I, like, super knowledgeable, and I, I'm one of those people that loves crime shows, so I know, like, you know, a, you know, a fair amount, I guess, but that's because I've watched so many crime shows, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, I'm not going to say I'm like an expert or a former D DA or anything. A former DNA. <laughs> no, I currently have DNA. Everybody does. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, it's good that uh, they were able to catch this person. You know, cold cases are very, 
you know, interesting because, um, and, and that's kind of, you know, I watched the case the other day and it really bugs me when, you know, like, especially when family is doing their research, even, especially even on top of that, when family's doing better than the cops, you know, trying to figure something out, that really bugs me. Like the cops should be doing all that, figuring all that out. The, the family shouldn't have to. You know, but it's one of those things where, you know, the the cops are, you know, sometimes not doing their job right, maybe even from the beginning. And then families have to step in and, like, this family was like, I'm not letting this go. We're going to bring him to justice. But I was just thinking, like, all these years later, like, he's 46 now and it's been... 30 years or whatever he's been out there enjoying his life it just really bugs me that that person you know should be paying for that all those years and then they got some free years where they just got to do whatever they wanted like it's really just a bunch of bullcrap I think so it's good that you know eventually they come to justice and they have to pay I mean you of course you want that but I just wish that there wasn't as many cold cases and that these people were paying like right away you know that would be a lot better so but you know it is one of those things where you know the more you look at it there's gonna be um you know there's there's gonna be more and more uh technology i think pop up and if you're looking at uh like the newest thing like how the the Golden State Killer got caught, you know, a few years ago, which that was a crazy case, too. Um, there's fewer and fewer people that are going to get away with murder. I mean, they're, they're, it's really, you know, you can tell it's really hard to not leave DNA of some sort uh, if you're the killer. And, you know, they're able to now look at, you know, narrow it down by, by using... Um, the same type of things to see what people you're related to in the world you know that type of stuff um so they're able to pinpoint this guy must have been a relative of so and so and then they're able to do like use profilers and because they already know like this guy's got you know someone in this family pool has to be the killer and they're able to use i believe it's like profilers or whatever to narrow it down you know from there but it's really fascinating and, and interesting. So I don't know what else they're going to be able to do more than that. That seems like almost the complete slam dunk. Like probably nobody's going to get away with it anymore. Or it's going to be super, 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 super slim that the killer still gets away. But, you know, maybe there's even more that will come across. And hopefully it's not like taking people's rights away and there's a camera on every street now you know i mean although that would be good in some senses right and if you're doing bad things you're the only ones that you know would be super super against that but there's still it still makes people uncomfortable to be like what the heck you guys are always just filming us without permission <laughs> you know so i don't know that we want a world where everything's just filmed you know but um you know, but I think it is really good. I love when, 
you know, like the next door neighbor's camera helps solve the case or whatever. That that stuff is good. I'm not against that. I just think when you get into major control of people and their lives and everything, like that just feels wrong to me. So having a camera on like every street, you know, I, I don't know. That just seems wrong to me. Uh, even though it would be good in some senses, you know, but it still seems like you're stepping over like the rights of the innocent you know what I mean so you know it's probably not a good thing anyway thank you for listening to this podcast true suspect Uh, I hope you enjoyed it please tell people about it Um, I also did a I'm gonna be doing I, I haven't really put up any of these yet but I'm going to be putting up a podcast, a Joe Scratchy show with my cousin, or sorry, not my cousin, uh, my niece, <laughs> my cousin, yeah, my niece, um, so she, she enjoys the Joe Scratchy show, so I let her be on it, you know, every once in a while, uh, so please check that out, just, that's pretty much a bonus episode of Joe Scratchy show, and then obviously we got the true suspect here. Next week, I will be doing uh, the Super Bowl coverage. That should be on. Obviously, this week's the Pro Bowl. So, check that out if you're interested in that. Um, I think the Pro Bowl is at like 3 p.m. Mountain Time or something. So, check it out. Thanks. By the way, here's a song I've been working on. It's very, very in beginning stages. So... I did mess up some. I'm still I'm still learning piano. Um, it's in beginning stages, but check it out.
always come through, yeah You've always been there, yeah You've always come through, yeah You've always been there